This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, hour one. Hello, America. Welcome. It's Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. You can always text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777. Get the show notes, the podcast, the live stream, everything you need. Don't forget, we will be sending out the recipe booklet, the cookbook. Just text recipe, singular, not plural, recipe, to 33777. Click the link, subscribe. We're sending it out. We're proofing it now. My assistant is way more meticulous than me. Some of the recipes had like a C. Some of it actually had cups spelled out. She's trying to get it all precise. So, And then some of them are just fudgy recipes of like, um, eh, just put in as much as you sound good. And she's like, nah, we need to do better than that. So where that that's the holdup. She's making me do a better job. <laughs> okay, we got to talk about the debate. We got to. Uh, and I'm aggravated. I would like to congratulate all of you whose candidate won the debate last night. Uh, The guy you hated lost. The guy you liked won. If your guy wasn't on the debate stage, he absolutely won. If he was on the debate stage, he won. And all the guys you disliked, they lost. Congratulations to each of you for your candidate winning the debate. But I, I need to say something I take somewhat personally. There was that exchange between Vivek Ramaswamy and Nikki Haley. Well, I, I, I want to laugh at why Nikki Haley didn't answer your question, which is about looking at families in the eye. In the last debate, she made fun of me for actually joining TikTok while her own daughter was actually using the app for a long time. So you might want to take care of your family first. Leave my daughter out of your voice. The next generation of Americans are using it. And that's actually the point. You have her supporters crapping her up. That's fine. Here's the truth. You're just the easy scum. Answer- You're just scum. He is. Vivek Ramaswamy played a game of three-card Monty last night. Uh, He was asked a question, and he threw a lot of big words out uh, to avoid answering uh, the the question on China. It was very interesting how he kept refusing to answer questions when it came to China. In particular, on the TikTok, when he uses TikTok, uh, TikTok is a Chinese government surveillance app run by the Chinese Communist Party that is flooding America with a bunch of trans propaganda and pro-Hamas propaganda. And Vivek Ramaswamy decided he wanted to attack Nikki Haley's daughter and throw up a bunch of dust so that you then wouldn't realize, wait a second, he never answered the question, why is this guy on TikTok and he's not doing anything to criticize or condemn it? He never answered the question. And the response from Vivek Ramaswamy's campaign team is that, well, Republicans attack Hunter Biden. 
Hunter Biden is a crackhead who, in addition to using his money for his drugs, used his connections to raise money for him and his dad through what appear to be corrupt interests. Uh, There's a direct tie to the president of the United States and the internal business dealings of Hunter Biden and some nefarious people. If you can't understand how that is different from a private citizen, recent newlywed, recent college grad whose mom happens to be running for president but is otherwise a private citizen who's not out on the campaign trail and not using her family ties to benefit herself, uh, you're an idiot. You're a malicious cretin. You're scum. That uh, I, I realize... Some of you may not like Nikki Haley, and that's fine. Some of you may not like Donald Trump, that's fine. Some of you may not like Ron DeSantis, that's fine. But uh, to to praise or approve Vivek Ramaswamy dragging a candidate's child through the mud to go after her mother when the kid did nothing— other than be a private citizen living her own life, that's really bad. That people would cheer this on is a sign of the low character. And I do want you to understand that if you are cheering that on, you are a person of low or no character. Like Vivek Ramaswamy. That was just wrong. But not only that, strategically, it also helps Nikki Haley. You know, what's going on here, though, that the DeSantis people like to say that uh, Donald Trump isn't scared of Nikki Haley. He's leaving Nikki Haley alone. He's only attacking DeSantis. That's not really true because everyone knows Vivek Ramaswamy is Donald Trump's proxy on that debate stage. He is there to benefit Donald Trump. And so Donald Trump, through his proxy, is attacking Nikki Haley while Trump goes after DeSantis. He is attacking Nikki Haley. Donald Trump is. He's just using Vivek Ramaswamy to do it. Trump can only attack one at a time. So he's attacking DeSantis while he uses Vivek to attack Nikki Haley. Vivek is the only candidate on that debate stage to have his negatives double in a month. He is the least like Vivek Ramaswamy is more despised by Republicans than Republicans who despise Donald Trump. It's remarkable what this guy has done solely to get in the good graces of Donald Trump. And no, it's not to be vice president. He's made himself too radioactive to be vice president of the United States. He doesn't want to be vice president of the United States. He's running the most expensive race for a cabinet position ever and maybe wants a pardon for something. Good Lord, a man of that character, low character, probably has done something that he's going to want a pardon for at some point in the future. The rest of the debate, I would like to thank Chris Christie for actually answering the questions. This is Chris Christie answering the question from Hugh Hewitt on uh, what would you build in the Navy? How many ships would you build? What sort of ships would you build? Where would you deploy them? That was what Hugh Hewitt asked. Hardly anyone wanted to answer the question specifically and precisely, except for Chris Christie. You know, my first observation, Hugh, is that nobody answers your question. And and my second observation is these three in the middle think they're the enemy. I know China is the enemy. And that's what we should be focused on. So let's be really clear. The nuclear submarines in this United States Navy is the greatest deterrent to Chinese aggression, and that is the first place I would go to increase American naval power. Our nuclear submarines are able to move stealthily, quietly, and effectively, and if we are going to deter China from invading Taiwan, the only way we're going to do it is to make sure that they don't know. 
whether how many nuclear submarines from the United States of America are in the South China Sea and in that area and ready to strike on them if they decide to move on Taiwan. Good for Chris Christie for actually answering the question. This is also Chris Christie, Chris Christie on Taiwan, on Taiwan, on TikTok. Something again. Tim Scott answered the question. Ron DeSantis answered the question. Nikki Haley answered the question. Vivek Ramaswamy, who's on TikTok, chose to attack a private citizen whose mom is running for president to avoid answering the question of why are you using a Chinese surveillance site? Governor Christie, do you agree with Chairman Gallagher? And if so, would you ban or force the sale of TikTok? I agree 100% with Chairman Gallagher. And let me say this. TikTok is not only spyware. It is polluting the minds of American young people all throughout this country. And they're doing it intentionally. And when you saw what happened in the last few weeks with all of this anti-Semitic, horrible stuff that their algorithms were pushing out at a gargantuan rate, this is China trying to further divide the United States of America. And this is one of the big failings among many of the Trump administration. He talked tough about TikTok. I heard him do it many times. But when it came down to it, he did not ban them when he could have and should have. And now since then, we've had an additional nearly six years of this type of poison being put out throughout the United States, even putting aside the spying, which we know is going on in the theft of American personal data and information. So in my first week as president, we would ban TikTok. They want to go ahead and sell it? Let them go ahead and sell it. But I'll tell you another reason we would do it. Facebook's not in China. X is not in China. They're not permitting a free flow of information to the Chinese people from our social media companies, yet we just open the door and let them do what they're doing. TikTok should be banned because they are poisoning American minds. Amen and amen. That was a clear answer. Or the others, except for Vivek Ramaswamy, could give a clear answer. My buddy Scott Jennings on CNN last night offered some commentary on Vivek's performance. And by the way, you should know Vivek said before the debate his strategy was to be, quote-unquote, deranged on stage. That was his stated strategy before going on stage where he, well, carried out his strategy. I thought, I thought Haley, by the way, just, just on the merits, had a really strong night, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. abortion and otherwise. I thought DeSantis had a really strong open. I thought, so if, if you agree that it's gotten down to those two as the, the real possibles here, they both were very good. There were some great answers tonight on uh, DeSantis, you know, was assailing Biden over some of his response on Israel. Um, you know, I thought Haley taking on Ramaswamy when <laughs> oh. he, by the way, Ramaswamy's like the, He's like the guy running the ship in Spaceballs. He went right to ludicrous speed, right out of the, <laughs> right out of the gate. Yeah, but, and, but people, and, people and, like that, Scott. Do they like it? Do you think, um, he's, a like, like, he's a like forecast. No, no, the, the empirical no, evidence no, says no, otherwise. In the realm of Mel Brooks movies, Spaceballs was not maybe the finest, <laughs> but, but I like his Spaceballs. <laughs> and then there was Van Jones on what the Republicans were able to do on stage with very strong answers on Israel. Uh, special advisor Van Jones. Van, we haven't heard from you tonight. What'd you make of uh, I, th- I thought uh, Nikki Haley gave a master class on foreign policy. I thought she gave a master class, uh, class on abortion. Um, if you just took those two clips, uh, you could teach a course on political c- communication, conversation. Uh, she's a force. 
she's a force. Um, I also thought you know, they, uh, Israel was, was mentioned. Uh, I thought the Republican Party uh, took advantage of some of the disarray in the Democratic Party and stuck up for Jewish kids who were you know, scared to leave their dorm rooms and, and all that kind of stuff and came very, very forcefully uh, saying that Jewish kids shouldn't be scared to lose their, to leave their dorm rooms in this country. And I thought that was an important uh, 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 development uh, in the conversation overall. Yeah, you know, it was very interesting that the Democrats haven't been able to speak clearly on anti-Semitism. They, they keep muddying the water, say anti-Semitism is bad, but, you know, Islamophobia is really, really bad. There was none of that last night. Uh, there, there were very strong, forceful answers from these Republican candidates across the board, and I'm glad uh, that they were. I'm, I'm glad they, they were very strong in their statements. This from Ron DeSantis. I would be telling BB, finish the job once and for all with these butchers, Hamas. They're terrorists. They're massacring innocent people. They would wipe every Jew off the globe if they could. He cannot live with that threat right by his country. That Hamas should release every hostage and they should unconditionally surrender. I'm sick of hearing the media. I'm sick of hearing other people blame Israel just for defending itself. We will stand with Israel in word and in deed, in public and in private. And I can tell you, as governor, I actually did something about it. Biden's neglect has been atrocious. Uh, we had that were over there after the attack, he left them stranded. They couldn't get flights out. So I scrambled resources in Florida. I sent planes over to Israel, and I brought back over 700 people to safety. There could have been more hostages had we not acted. And I'll tell you this, I met the first plane load uh, when they came to Florida, and one of the mothers pointed to a six-year-old daughter, and she said, my daughter had been saying the last two nights, Mommy, I don't want to hear any more bombs, no more rockets. I just want to get back to Florida. So there's a difference between words and deeds. We acted and we saved lives. Now, what's notable here is NBC News chose to fact check that, and they said it's only half true because DeSantis relied on a nonprofit to fly the jets over. I'm not making that up. NBC News, which ran the debate and, by the way, did a better job than Fox NBC News' debate, far more substantive, less combative, more organized. It, it, the questions were better. But they actually fact-checked DeSantis, who raised the money, found the planes, and got a flight to Israel to rescue Americans. And said, well, it's only half true. He didn't actually fly the plane, essentially, was their fact-check. What a bunch of garbage from the fact-checkers, as per usual. Guys, if you're a small, mid-sized business, you're struggling with HR issues, you have employees not showing up, or you got to do a termination, you need onboarding of employees, maybe there's a sexual harassment complaint, you want an HR manager. You don't want to be the bad guy with your employees. Bambi can play the role of HR for you. $99 a month, available by phone, email, real-time chat. They do onboardings, terminations. They help your team members get to peak performance and your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations regardless of which state. They're great. Now, they're U.S.-based. They, you got somebody to talk to who's dedicated to your team. They give you access to HR expertise, and they add personal touches. So even though they're outsourced by your company, they really feel like they're a part of your team. That matters. Go to Bambi.com right now. Type in Eric Erickson under podcast. When you sign up, it'll help my show. Bambi.com, B-A-M-B-E-E.com, Bambi.com, Eric Erickson in the podcast tab. 
This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Is worth uh, playing this audio from Haley last night on the abortion issue. Um, What's interesting to me is that uh, it resonated with a lot of women. Uh, Pro-lifers remain skeptical of her. Just contrast her with DeSantis. I've said it before. I think you have to be honest with the American people. This is a personal issue for every woman and every man. I am unapologetically pro-life, not because the Republican Party tells me to be, but because my husband, Michael, was adopted and I had trouble having both of my children. So I'm surrounded by blessings. Having said that, when you look post-Roe, a wrong was made right. They took it out of the hands of unelected justices and they put it in the hands of the people. And now we're seeing states vote. And what I'll tell you is, as much as I'm pro-life. I don't judge anyone for being pro-choice, and I don't want them to judge me for being pro-life. So when we're looking at this, there are some states that are going more on the pro-life side. I welcome that. There are some states that are going more on the pro-choice side. I wish that wasn't the case, but the people decided. But when it comes to the federal law, which is what's being debated here, be honest. It's going to take 60 Senate votes, a majority of the House, and a president to sign it. So no, we haven't had 60 Senate votes in over 100 years. We might have 45 pro-life senators. So no Republican president can ban abortions any more than a Democrat president can ban these state laws. So let's find consensus. Let's agree on what, how we can ban late-term abortions. Let's make sure we encourage adoptions and good quality adoptions. Let's make sure we make contraception accessible. Let's make sure that none of these state laws put a woman in jail or give her the death penalty for getting an abortion. Let's focus on how to save as many babies as we can and support as many moms as we can and stop Thank the you, judgment Pastor. we don't need to divide america over this issue anymore that was nikki haley's uh answer ron DeSantis says he stands proudly for a culture of life and tells a story i've got the audio i just don't have enough time to play it i will when we come back uh but also i've looked at the numbers from virginia from tuesday night and it's actually not as bad as the media rushed to tell us in fact, the Republicans, when it was all said and done, wound up increasing their number in the Senate. They didn't take a majority, but they increased. And they didn't do nearly as bad as Democrats had done in their last election in the House. I'll explain that as well when we come back. Right now, I've got to tell you about the Eden Pier Thunderstorm. I actually had an event last night. My buddy David Nicholas, uh, do some ads for him. He manages some money for me. And I was at an event for his company last night with clients. And one of them was talking about the Eden Pier Thunderstorm they have. Uh, and how theirs broke and they were able to get it replaced pretty quickly, and that it works. It does work. I use it to eliminate odors, pet odors, litter box odors, smoke odors. I use it a lot for smoke odors. Rental cars and hotel rooms, you can plug it up with a USB cord, or you can plug it directly into the wall. And if it breaks, they fantastic with, with their customer service dealing with it. You can deal with them, too, and get three of them for less than $200 by going to EdenPureDeals.com. And you put in the discount code ERIC, E-R-I-C-K, EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is ERIC, my name. You get three of them for less than $200. So you get one for upstairs and downstairs, your basement, your travel bag. You can hold them in your travel bag. They're a little bit bigger than your hand. You can plug them into the wall, plug them up with a USB cord, use them in your RV, wherever you need them. 
EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code on the front page of that website is just my name, Eric, E-R-I-C-K. You'll get three Eden Pure Thunderstorms for less than $200, saving $200, and you'll get free shipping. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Greetings, conversationalists. Welcome, it is Eric Erickson here, and the phone number is 877-973-7425. Should you want to be on the phones, Roger, stand by. I want to get to you, but first, due diligence and fairness here. I played you what Nikki Haley said on the abortion issue. This is what Ron DeSantis said. Let's talk now about last night's election results. Abortion rights supporters saw victories in Ohio and Virginia following earlier wins in states like Kansas and Kentucky. Governor DeSantis, first to you, how do you see the path forward for Republicans on this issue? Well, I stand for a culture of life, and uh, I understand that it's important that everyone get a shot. I I'm reminded of a story about a, a young mother who was struggling in Jamaica about 40 years ago, 45 years ago. She was counseled to, to not have a baby because she was poor, baby wouldn't have opportunity, and she came close to have an abortion, but she decided to have the baby born poor in Jamaica. And the reason I know that story is because that baby girl ended up emigrating to the state of Florida, uh, becoming a lawyer and a judge, and I appointed her to the Florida Supreme Court in August of 2022. We're better off when everybody counts. Uh, we're better off when we can promote a culture of life. At the same time, I understand that some of these states are doing it a little bit different. Texas is not going to do it the same as New Hampshire. Iowa's not necessarily going to do it the same uh, as Virginia. So you got to work from the bottom up. Uh, you got to do a better job on these referenda. I think of all the stuff that's happened to the pro-life cause, uh, they have been caught flat-footed on these referenda, and they have been losing the referenda. A lot of the people who are voting for the referenda are Republicans who would vote for a Republican candidate. So you got to understand how to do that. But let's just be clear. The Democrats have taken a position. They will not identify the point at which there should be any protection all the way up until birth. That is wrong, and we cannot stand for that. That was Ron DeSantis' answer. Now, to the phones, Roger, you're going to be up first. Welcome to the show. Thank you for taking my call, Eric. Uh, sure. This night, and, and seems universally, the Republican candidates have an issue with TikTok. Unless I'm mistaken, the first commercial last night was TikTok. Uh huh. Care for your comments on that? Yeah, look, uh, <laughs> in each of the debates, Roger, TikTok has been the first ad out and has typically run more than one ad during the debates. They're trying to inoculate themselves from the tax. I got to say, it's, it's, it's pretty gutsy for them to do. Uh, they want to be seen on their own terms after Republican candidates bash them. I don't know that it actually helps them because more and more Republicans in particular understand that TikTok is not a good company. I want you to know that, uh, you know, I have, with my conference, partnered in the past with Meta, that is Facebook. You know, Mark Zuckerberg at Facebook made a conscious decision to not do business in China. 
Uh, it's not that China prohibited them from doing business in China. It's that Facebook said they're not. His Mark Zuckerberg's wife is of Chinese descent. Her family fled communism, and he wasn't going to do business in a country like China. He did business in Hong Kong when Hong Kong had a separate legal system, and when that legal system collapsed, they pulled Facebook out of Hong Kong. Um, and I, I'm I'm perfectly happy to partner with Facebook, even as we may have disagreements on my conference. I won't take TikTok's money. Uh, TikTok's money comes from the communist Chinese. I have no use to pr- uh, support or defend or promote a Chinese surveillance app. And Chris Christie, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, and Tim Scott were all very clear last night on that debate stage that TikTok is a surveillance site used by the Chinese government to spy on Americans, to build a database about Americans, to find the vices of those Americans, to use against those Americans, and also to find one of the interesting things China does, a friend of mine has let me know about, is the Chinese use TikTok to build facial recognition of what they consider to be Chinese subjects. Now, let me explain this one to you. This is a wild one to me that I did not realize. When you adopt a child from China, the child you adopt is supposed to file annual reports with China, written reports. And those reports are supposed to be about their upbringing and well-being for China to document what they still view as a a citizen of China. Even though you've adopted the child, the child is now an American citizen, the Chinese still believe they are theirs. There have been multiple reports of these kids going back to China uh, to see their ancestral homeland and China not allowing them to leave China. About two years ago, with the rise of TikTok in the United States, China began requiring families to file video documentation. So they actually want videos of the kids, no longer written statements or photographs. They want actual videos of the kids making statements about what they're learning and their well-being and things like that to document their existence in the United States. The Chinese are building a visual video facial recognition system of the kids who have been adopted inside the United States. Now you extrapolate that to TikTok where the Chinese are doing the same thing. Suddenly they're not only able to monitor kids who have been adopted from China based on the facial recognition confirmed through the filings of the parents. And by the way, uh, the adoption agencies tell the parents, if you don't comply with this, we lose our license and we can't rescue more kids from China. So the parents are guilted into continuing to do it. Otherwise, the adoption agency is shut down by the Chinese and denied the ability to adopt. So now they've got two tracks, the Chinese. They build a facial recognition database of these kids confirmed by the parents for who they are, and then they track those kids' faces through TikTok and follow those kids around in life. And they're doing it with other Americans as well, possibly accessing the microphone, possibly accessing beyond the camera, possibly accessing the data, possibly doing all sorts of nefarious things. And then also consider the amount of personnel in the federal government or in the military who are using these, maybe on a military installation, 
Then suddenly the microphone on their phone comes live and they don't know it. The Chinese are deeply nefarious. You cannot believe TikTok's denials on this stuff. TikTok is owned by a subsidiary of the Chinese military, which is part of the Chinese Communist Party. And the Chinese are banking on facial recognition technology to be able to control their citizenry around the world, including kids who are no longer Chinese citizens, but the Chinese still believe they are because they were adopted out of China. You should not be using TikTok. And it actually is a pretty damning indictment on Vivek Ramaswamy to say, well, the kids are using TikTok, so I'm on TikTok. He doesn't criticize China ever. Listen, listen to Vivek Ramaswamy. He talks about, I'm going to be tough on China, but then he gives you some, some gobbledygook, so it sounds like he's tough on China when what he said was just word salad. It is notable that all of these candidates were condemnatory of China and TikTok and what it can use TikTok for, except Ramaswamy, who chose to distract from his non-answer by bringing up Nikki Haley's daughter and attacking Nikki Haley's daughter on stage. China is using TikTok to spy on Americans. And you may say, well, there's no, no reason that they should want to spy on me. You say that now, but what about your family? What about your ties to others who may be around you while you're using your phone? What about the China gathering geolocation data? All of those sorts of things you're not thinking of. Stay off TikTok. TikTok is bad. It's used by the Chinese military. It is a Trojan horse. I assume you all know the story of the Trojan horse. It is bad. Don't use it. Now, I got to move on to other things. One thing I want to talk about um, is Virginia. Because, I, I, you know, Kristen Walker last night, the Meet the Press host last night, she pointed out that uh, abortion advocates appear to have gotten a win in Virginia. I've looked at the numbers in Virginia. This was my morning piece this morning. I actually think... The 15-week abortion compromise, the three-and-a-half-month abortion compromise, probably actually is the sweet spot for the GOP. So what actually happened? The Republicans in Virginia on Tuesday had to deal with new redistricting lines, and the Democrats outspent them. And the GOP went from a 52-48 majority in the state house acquired two years ago to a 48-52 minority. So they only lost four seats. Now go back to 2021. The Democrats lost seven seats in 2021. The Republicans then redistricted Virginia. Well, they, actually a nonpartisan commission did that drew lines favorable to the Democrats. The Virginia legislature doesn't do its own redistricting. And the Democrats had lost seven seats in 2021. The Republicans only lost four seats. Not only that, the Republicans gained a seat in the state Senate. So the state Senate went from an 18 to 22 Democrat majority to a 19 to 21 Democrat majority. The Republicans netted a seat in the Virginia state Senate. That doesn't sound like a wipeout to me. In fact, Republicans won seats that Biden carried by nine percentage points. The Republicans actually picked up all the seats that went Joe Biden plus nine or less. 
you can be forgiven for thinking there was a blue wave because the media called it a blue wave. The Democrats uh, did good. Well, the only reason the media said that is because Republicans really thought they had a shot at taking the Senate and holding the House. They didn't, but they were outspent by the Democrats. They had to deal with it redistricting that was favorable to Republicans, and they still won every seat up to seats that gave Joe Biden a nine-point win against Donald Trump in 2020. That's not a disaster. And the Democrats attacked Republicans constantly on abortion. But Republicans had a compromise plan, three and a half months. You can have an abortion up to three and a half months. And then after that, there are exceptions for rape, incest, and life of the mother. And they didn't get annihilated. They didn't get wiped out in Virginia. It did not happen. It was a reversion to the mean, if you will. Virginia leans blue. And the Republicans actually gained a seat in the state Senate. Now, the reason you're hearing that it was some sort of wipeout is because it wasn't. The Republicans have found the sweet spot in an abortion compromise. Three and a half months within, with exceptions for rape, incest, life of the mother. Three and a half months with exceptions. The Republicans did that. They granted that. And the voters did not rebel against the Republicans and wipe them out. They lost four seats in the House. They gained a seat in the state Senate. They won seats that Joe Biden beat uh, Donald Trump in by nine percentage points. That doesn't sound like a disaster to me. That doesn't sound like a disaster. It sounds like the path forward for the GOP. It sounds like Glenn Youngkin was smart enough to find the sweet spot that most voters like a three and a half month ban. You've got abortion for three and a half months and thereafter you've got some exceptions, but otherwise no abortions. It's better than until the baby comes out of the womb, you can kill it until its its feet are out. But the media can't accept that. The media can't embrace that. And the media can't talk about that because the Democrats want everyone to believe that this compromise plan Glenn Youngkin proposed was a non-starter. It really wasn't. It actually was something that most voters gravitated towards. And the GOP was not destroyed. The GOP was not destroyed in Virginia. They gained a seat in the state Senate. You would never know from the coverage that the Republicans actually gained a seat in the state Senate in Virginia. Not only did they gain a seat, the seat was won by Joe Biden by nine percentage points in 2020. The 15-week plan that Glenn Youngkin and the Republicans embrace worked. It stopped the Democrats from being able to savage them, and it came across as reasonable to the voters. No, the GOP didn't wind up winning the legislature but they did not get wiped out either. Now, we got to move on. We got the holiday season here, and there's so much going on. Don't forget to add Stamps.com to your wish list. Stamps.com has been helping businesses like mine save money during the holiday rush for 25 years. I've been using them for 20 years. You get early access to the post office and UPS services with premium rates for all your postage needs. With Stamps.com, all you need is a computer and a printer. They're going to even send you a free scale so you'll have everything you need to get started. Now, taking care of orders on the go, it's easier with Stamps.com's mobile app. You get a package pickup. You can schedule it from the Stamps.com dashboard so you never have to go stand in a line at the post office or UPS. You have them come to your office. You're running low, order supplies, mailing supplies, labels. You can even get printers from their supply store. You get huge carrier discounts up to 84% off the post office and UPS rates. And Stamps.com automatically tells you the cheapest and fastest shipping options. For 25 years, they've helped over a million businesses. 
All you have to do to sign up is go to stamps.com, click on the microphone, put in Eric, E-R-I-C-K. You get a four-week trial, free postage, and a free digital scale. You get no long-term commitments. You get no contracts. You go to stamps.com. You click on the microphone and you put in Eric, E-R-I-C-K, get started with stamps.com today. Your small business can save money and you yourself never have to stand in line to ship a package again. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello there. Welcome. This hour of the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan. If you need a... I'm sorry. my <laughs> Kelly Leffler put up a very funny tweet and, and I've been distracted by it. <laughs> So Clay Travis puts up gambling company Bet Online has offered a million dollars to the WNBA's Las Vegas Aces. They can beat a high school boys state champion of my choosing. The WNBA team now no longer has to put up a million dollars. They just have to win and they get a million dollars. And Kelly Leffler tweeted that out and said, is the WNBA going to finally take a stand to keep boys out of girls sports? Big if true. <laughs> well played. Well played. All right. Distracted by that. To get to the point, this hour is brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan. If your business needs access to capital and banks are giving you a hard time, reach out to First Liberty, firstlibertyga.com, firstlibertyga.com. That's all their contact info is right there. Tell them I sent you. If you're buying a building, 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 buying a franchise, expanding, reach out to First Liberty. See if they can help you do that, firstlibertyga.com. All right. We got a lot of other stuff we got to talk about. Um, One, though, that, you know, they're always sliding down the slippery slope. You know who Peter Singer is, I assume. The the Malthusian deviant. Peter Singer, they, they, so they call it zoophilia now. Zoophilia, and, and he's promoting this. Um, zoophilia is morally permissible. That's called bestiality by, by you and me. This piece challenges one of society's strongest taboos and argues for the moral permissibility of some forms of sexual contact between humans and animals. This article offers a controversial perspective that calls for a serious and open discussion on animal ethics and sex ethics. Really? Really, man? This dude is a deviant. Uh, It is always the slippery slope. You know, they used to laugh at Rick Santorum for saying this is where we're headed. And you know what comes after bestiality is pedophilia, of course. You can't laugh at people like Rick Santorum for warning you anymore because everything you said was going to happen is beginning to happen. These deviants out there with their platforms being um, mainlined by the press, put on television to, to prognosticate and defend this stuff. How awful. Gross. Gross, 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 gross. But here you are. Now, on that happy, cheery note, when we come back, we need to talk about the press. Donald Trump referred to the press as the enemy of the people. CNN and the Associated Press are now parting ways with one of their reporters who joined Hamas in their attacks on October 7th. 
who passed weapons between the Hamas operatives, himself throwing grenades to kill people. They they parted ways with him, an actual enemy of the people working for the press corps. And now members of the press are like, I don't know that we should be so hard on this guy. He was just covering the war. No, he wasn't. He was complicit in the attacks. The New York Times has on their payroll a uh, guy in Gaza who praised Hitler and said he should have gotten the job done faster. These people really are the enemy of the people. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.